All right. Good morning, everybody. I don't know if you're not listening to this in the morning. That makes no sense, but good morning. Um, I don't. It's yeah. It's still morning with us. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Maverick. You're doing great. Way to way to up my energy. You didn't yes. just match it. You upped it. Okay. Um, we've been doing the podcast for a while now. Um, some of my favorite episodes. I talked a little bit about my favorite episodes. Jake, what has been one of your favorite episodes that we've done? Well. Anything that involves family, mostly mm-hmm. because that's just the phase of life that I'm in. But I've also really enjoyed just talking about what's happening at our church, mm-hmm. knowing that it's just our ability to communicate with people. And, you know, we keep bringing up this word, but clarity. Yeah. I just want people to feel clarity about what's going on. So um, anything that has to do with just talking specifics about Georgetown. Yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. Y'all seem to really enjoy it, so we're going to keep doing it. Uh, you like hearing us talk, so uh, I, I we appreciate that. So uh, this episode is going to be uh, not unusual. We've done a few like this before, but it's going to be talking about um, Jake's new up-and-coming sermon series. So I guess the question for you, Jake, is um, what are we going to be talking about the next few Sundays? Sure. Well, we've had a really good series with this residential steeples mm-hmm. where we've taken four weeks and we've spent time talking about the home. And then you're going to be preaching, which, uh, by I the time am. everybody listens to this, I think that will have already happened. Yeah. But, uh, if there's a church left by the time you get done <laughs> preaching, we are going to be studying the book of first Peter mm-hmm. and a quick word that I want to share. Some people may understand this. Some people may, may not but this will be um, an expository series. And what that means is we are picking a book of the Bible Mm -hmm. and we are going verse by verse through it. And before you begin to think, oh no, boring, you know, (laughs) um, number one, the Bible is not boring. It is the most impactful book that's ever been written. But, and a, a powerful thing about expository teaching is you will have the ability to have a better understanding of a book in the Bible moving forward. Another important factor in expository preaching is you don't get to skip the challenging verses, the controversial yeah. verses. And there is controversy in First Peter, mm-hmm. two of which, one is there's a portion where Peter is talking to slaves mm-hmm. and he's telling them to obey their masters. Well, how do we quantify that in 2023? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we just say, well, you know, we don't deal with that in the United States Or do we study it and believe that God's word is still God's word? And then there's another one. And uh, my wife loves these passages where we will talk about a wife's Mm -hmm. submission to her husband. Yes. And, um, and, you know, I, I love these because it, it, it forces my wife to know her place. No, <laughs> not true at all. Sorry, Trish. No, yeah, no. Um, but it's it's so helpful to realize we're not going to skip difficult passages. Yeah. We're going to go through them. But uh, I can't encourage you enough to jump into this series uh, because you've got Peter, who mm-hmm. is, you know, one of the main apostles. In yeah. fact, we read about in Matthew that Jesus told him, on this rock, meaning Peter, I will build my church. Yep. And Peter is such an important person in biblical history, but even church history. And he writes a letter to people, uh, Christians, uh, spread across several different provinces. Um, so he's not just writing to Jewish people. He is also writing to newly converted Gentiles. So you can kind of say that Peter is writing a letter to an eclectic group of people. Yeah. And I think that's good to know because we are an eclectic church, you know, Mm -hmm. so Maverick, 
Uh, number one, do you know what the word eclectic means? Uh, layman's terms. <laughs> <laughs> layman's terms means uh, an assortment yeah. of several different things. Melting pot. We are a melting pot. So how would you describe Georgetown in terms of being a, a different group of believers from different walks of life? Yeah, no, um, I, I, I do think we're a melting pot uh, for, for many reasons. One, one of the main reasons is... Um, we have people from our church who came from a mega church and think that we are a small church. Yes. So they, they come to our church and, and they're just used to a different flow, a different uh, serving style, just different all the way around because we're not a mega church. Um, and then we also have people that uh, in our church come from a church of 50 members and they come to our church and we, they think we're a mega church. Yes. And, and we're neither of those things. We're Georgetown. We're, 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 our, we're our church. And uh, so, I mean, we, we have people from that different walks of life. We also have people from, like, we're a family community, but we're also a retirement community. And it's weird to be both. I'll be honest. It, it is sure. weird to be both. And we're seeing a, an uptick in the in the families rise uh, since I grew up here. And it's super sweet. So, like, a lot of churches, they say they're multi-generational, and they'll either be a bunch of young families and, and a few senior adults, or they'll be a bunch of senior adults and a little bit of young families. Uh, but man, our church, um, we're a multi-generational church. And it's why we do Sunday school the way we do. It's why we do Wednesday nights the way we do is because we're ministering to the masses generationally. And uh, it's just super sweet. We have people that, like me, from Pottsboro their whole life. We have people from California that have recently moved because of family or anything like that. Well, they really just wanted to come to God's country. Exactly. Exactly. And Pottsboro's God's country, or they just want the lake. Either or. Either or. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, there, there's a and there's a few more aspects um, where, why we're a melting pot. Sure. Um, well, you know, you and I being in this room together, I was basically going to church from the time I was yeah. a fetus, uh, literally, <laughs> literally. Um, and, you know, you started coming to church as a teenager. And, yeah. you know, we have a different background mm-hmm. in that, but the exact same God that saved us. Yeah. And we have people that uh, come to us from different denominations. Mm-hmm. Um, so sure, they're coming to a Baptist church, but they might not necessarily identify as a Baptist. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't freak us out or scare us or anything like that. Speak for yourself. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, so you have an eclectic group of people. And what a blessing is that. And we deal with the same issues that any church deals with as we're trying to uh, be together in various aspects. But what Peter was taught, what he was dealing with were people that were experiencing the, um, the early onset issues of persecution. Mm-hmm. And if you study when first Peter was written and probably when most scholars believe that Peter died, it was almost before the time uh, Emperor Nero started thinking that Christians had caused the great fire of Rome and started really amping up the persecution upon people. So Peter's writing to these people, almost preparing them for a time when things are not going to be difficult for Christians. Mm -hmm. Um, He's also telling people how to work with the authorities in their life. You know, we are in a time where political unrest I wouldn't say it's at an all-time high because you can go to other countries and you can see Mm -hmm. massive civil wars, but you would have had to put your head in the sand for the past three years to see the dividing line politically that we deal with. And Peter even has a message 
towards that for Christians? How can we uh, deal with all the hostilities around us? And um, I talk to people on a daily basis that feel hostility mm-hmm. around them. Um, what are some hostilities that that you've noticed, whether it's something you deal with as a Christian or or people in our church that speak of? Um, you kind of already mentioned it uh, on my example. It's just a dividing line. Um, we live in a day and age where it's this or that. Is it Apple or Android? Is it Twitter or X? You know, like, we, uh, is it the Cowboys or Eagles? It's always Cowboys, but... Um, the, the Eagles are not in the Bible. That, that I'm pretty is, sure the Cowboys are somewhere in there. Oh I could figure it out. Oh, man, paid, that doctorate paid off, huh? Yes. Um, no, it's it, we just live in, a, in a, a divided country on almost all aspects, whether it comes to food, whether it comes to sports, whether it comes to political parties, and, and whether it comes... To to religion, it's this or that. It's it's pitting one against the other, and I believe um, we we did that early on, not for the wrong reasons, um, but it's just snowballed into this effect of where you almost have to pick your camp. Uh, I almost feel why we're not necessarily there yet, which yes. is great, but I almost feel like like Joshua, where he, where he's talking to the crowd of like, man, you have to choose whom you serve today. Yes. You have to choose who you serve today. And uh, that's where I feel the, the hostility of um, it's you really do. Like, I'm not saying you, you got to be the perfect Christian. There is there is none. There's Jesus and nothing else. Um, but you do have to wake up and you have to choose who you serve. And that is going to affect how your day is going to be because people are going to see that in the community. And you're going to have some people who are on the other side and they think you're an outcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why I know that's not the hostility that other people in the world face, but it, but it's still hostility. It's still persecution. Uh, let's not get into a comparison game. Uh, it's still hard. It's still difficult. Um, but yeah, no, there's there's hostility definitely. Well, I've I've personally seen a lot of relational hostility, mm-hmm. where you have part of a family that identifies as a Christian, and you have part of a family that doesn't. Yeah, and you begin to see this this just true divide. And as a Christian, I feel it whenever I walk into scenarios where I know that that everybody in this room knows what I believe. Mm-hmm. And I try to guard my words. I try to think about how I say what I say mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm showing love and respect, which again, 1 Peter 3 talks yeah. about that as well. Yeah. And that's the point of all this, folks, is this book goes through tons of topics. So maybe you heard expository ter- sermon and you go, well, I'm more of a topical guy. Well, great, because this book goes through those topics. Yeah. And the the main focus that we are going to be do- talking about and Peter talks about is how to have living hope in a hostile world. Yeah. And Peter is telling us that even in times of difficulty, as we prepare for whatever can happen mm-hmm. towards Christians moving forward, we can be a living hope. And another really fun fact about First Peter is, other than the book of James, First uh, Peter recalls a lot of the sayings of Jesus more than any other New Testament book. 
And it makes sense. Peter followed Jesus for three years and he alludes often to some of the teachings of Jesus. So you can really see the effect that Peter had later on in his life after Jesus. So we're really excited about this. We we will be in this for a few months. In fact, we might need to take a break around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Um, And we will, uh, but we're going to go through this and I encourage you to bring your, your note taking, um, you know, whether you, you're, you're an electronic note taker or you like to write on paper and pen, come and take notes because we're going to really dive into this. And my biggest prayer is that we can feel equipped for what's coming. You know, we've got an election year coming and as a pastor, while I have my own personal political, you know, beliefs and I go and vote and I take that very seriously, I desire to be a pastor to people that vote on either side. Mm-hmm. And um and as Christians, we should desire to love people on either side. And um this book will help us begin to understand that more. And uh I couldn't be more excited about it. And and a lot of prayer has gone into this. Um sometimes the Lord will reveal over a year of where sermons need to be. Mm-hmm. But truthfully, uh, as of a week ago, uh, the Lord hadn't made it clear. And then um, I began to really start praying and he just laid upon me that first Peter is going to be very important for us. So I'm looking forward to it. No, I'm looking forward to, I love, um, I love when we dive into a book of the Bible for, for multiple reasons. One, I love that as a church, we have the opportunity to, uh, well, we know where we're going. <laughs> and so we can be reading Peter, um, as as you're going through it, but even like just as the week goes by, we can be reading chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, chapter five. Um, and then, you know, we can keep reading that and keep understanding it as we are diving um, deep into that as a congregation, as God's revealing uh, new things through his living word. Um, we can just read it even dif- differently the more and more times we read it and we can just do that as a church. And so I'm looking forward to it. I love expository preaching. Let the Bible speak for the Bible, right? Amen. I, you don't want, you don't want anything added, especially anything Jake Edwards would have to say. That's true. That's true. You said awesomeness or more. I don't know what you said. You know, the English language is so subjective. <laughs> we can, we can make it be what we want it to be. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, that's super exciting. So that is what's coming up uh, in this sermon series is, is First Peter. Be excited. Be on the lookout. Open your Bibles. Uh, take a look out. And um, look, I mean, I'm just excited. I know you are too. So anyways, that's all we have for you today. Keep asking questions um, and be looking forward to diving into First Peter together. So anyways, love you guys. Take care. See you soon.